0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Mayant Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, BursonLib Southwest Time Manufacturing and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show. I mean, oddly enough, I've shown up for my own show, and uh, Aaron Sexton is also alongside. Very busy day. Aaron, you know I am not one that sort of wakes up every day thinking, let's have 13 guests on the show. Let's just guess this thing up. But, you know, some days some things come together, and you're just like, well, today we're going to have quite a few guests. And um, and so that's going to be fun. Um, The 5 o'clock hour is loaded. And uh, Coach Jacobs from over there at Crawford, Aaron Sexton does coaches shows with him right here on this station. And I've really admired him for years. And, of course, he was on staff back when uh, Crawford won the state title going back to 2004. Really cool story that uh, Darby did on he and his son. His son's on staff over there at uh, Crawford. So Coach Jacobs will come up at 5 o'clock. Love talking to our local high school coaches. In fact, I was reading up on the – the new China spring coach, and that's an interesting guy who, much like Matt Rule years ago and Joey McGuire before, uh, you know, in addition, kind of has coached both sides of the ball, so had a really nice, had kind of a really nice background, and Coach Bell, uh, Brian Bell put him in charge, I believe of the linebackers, even though he had been a an offensive guy in his career, so... Anyway, I, I love reading about kind of all the the different coaches. Coach the uh, boy, I take Kevin out there at um, out there in Mart. What a powerhouse that is! We've got some just really, really good teams in Central Texas, and I uh, hated it. we had to say goodbye to West. Uh, tremendous year out there, so, uh, so we'll do some high school at five o'clock, and then at five twenty. Aaron, stay on top of me in the five. For once, I've got to kind of try to stay on course, stay on schedule, not my strength, (laughs) but because uh, (laughs) a knowing laugh from Aaron. Uh, Caleb Lohner, uh, Baylor front court member, Baylor forward, will be joining us, and um, he'll be talking about the big game coming up against Gonzaga. Tomorrow evening, seven o'clock tip, six thirty for the pregame, and that is played in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at a place called the Pentagon. And Aaron, I'm, I'm sort of, uh, I, you know, it's interesting. These, these, this was a big matchup. Number six Bears versus uh, Gonzaga, whose number? What are they, Aaron? Now seven, somewhere around there. Uh, they got they got blown out of the water by the University of Texas. And the Bears just got blown out of the water by Marquette. Was it a good loss? No, none of them are. But was it a wake-up call? You bet. You bet. Could it end up being a good thing? Sure. Sure, I think it could. I mean, it, there's nothing that will get a team's attention like getting punched in the mouth. And what Marquette did to them, I mean, that was rough. That was rough. So we will see now how the Bears will respond out there at uh, uh, the Gonzaga. So this game, and Aaron, I, I, John had the uh, the promoter and and uh, the woman who puts a lot of these things on and has been involved in the battle for Atlantis. So I, that, that had to be very interesting to kind of hear about how this came together. And, of course, Baylor and Gonzaga were supposed to play even that – A couple of years ago, and the pandemic knocked that game out. Wasn't that the pandemic, Aaron? Pandemic knocked everything out. Yes. Wasn't that supposed to happen in 2020? Where were they supposed to play? Where was that Gonzaga Baylor game? I believe it
2: was supposed to be uh, American Airlines. I'll have to Google it, but I think it was supposed to be American
1: Airlines. Yeah, it was going to be fun. And both teams were great that year, and um, that might have been the year. Now, the 2000 Bears win the national title, obviously, uh, in 2020-21 uh, season, the season before they had a great chance. They're going to be a number one seed. I mean, Aaron, the, think about that. If you count that as a number one seed, and then the next year they're a number one seed, and last year they're a number one seed, I mean, that's good. that's wild. I mean, I'm I, just thinking about the year when they won it all. What was the seeding, Aaron? That was the number one seed, right? So, I mean, in three of four seasons, they've been number one. I mean, again, people will say, well, mostly the, you can't count the pandemic year because they didn't have the tournament, I, and that was the 2020 21. Is that right? Anyway, mm-hmm. it, it, I'm getting it all mixed up, but – uh Really interesting. Now, Aaron, what did we learn about this game at the Pentagon? Uh, This was sold out within six minutes. (laughs) I mean, who knew that up there in Sioux Falls, everybody's just like, hey, I want to go. Now, hopefully some Baylor fans will make their way there. The Zags, trying to think of where that is, what their trip would be like to get over to uh, the Dakotas. Uh there'll be some there'll be good representation from both schools, but Aaron, if you got a sellout at the Pentagon, I mean there's gonna be a lot of locals that show up. Do we know how many people does the uh the Pentagon hold, Aaron? Let me look this up. Thirty
2: eight hundred, I believe.
1: Oh. Thirty eight hundred. See, I find it Sioux Falls.
2: What a cool what
1: a cool little uh Aaron, I was doing a search of Pentagon, and, of course, you know what came (laughs) up. (laughs) Better
2: be careful with those searches.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. This is the, okay, the Sanford, the full name is the Sanford Pentagon. All right, the cornerstone of the Sanford Sports Complex, Aaron. And, um, boy, this is really, this is really interesting. And uh, it even tells you. Aaron, if you wanted to, if you wanted to rent the court, what it would cost, <laughs> what it would cost. Oh, that's pretty rent, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rent the court there at Heritage Court. 3800 That's interesting. Now, they say they're proud to have, I wish they would actually, uh, okay, let's look at some of the past games that have been held there, all right? Uh, of course, you have... Uh, and these are let's see some of the men's let's look at some of the uh, the men's basketball games that have taken place there. Oh, they they they're just getting okay. So November fifteenth, real recently, South Dakota State beat the Bonnies of Saint Bonaventure sixty six sixty two. Now Gonzaga and Baylor get it on December second two thousand twenty two. Of course, that's tomorrow. Sold out. They have that one listed as uh, sold out. Now, let's go back and look what they had last year. Now, obviously, uh, South Dakota and South Dakota Dakota State, North Dakota State, they've all played there. I was going to see if any other interesting games. Oral Roberts. Now, this may have something to do. I'm trying to think of what conference. Oh, Summit League Championships. That makes sense. All right. And then in 2021, Aaron, they had the crossover classic that uh, University of Washington played George Washington in that South Dakota State hosted and beat Nevada. And then, um, yeah, yeah, really. okay, interesting. And it looks like in maybe the championship games, uh, let's see, Nevada beat the dog out of Washington and South Dakota State knocked out George Mason. Oh, here's one. Now, oh, Aaron, this is interesting because we have our guest at 520 is Caleb Lohner from Baylor Men's Basketball. Um, On December 11th, 2021, at this place, the Pentagon, uh, Creighton beat number 24 BYU. Aaron, our man Lohner would have been on that BYU team. So the Bears do have a player who has played inside this Pentagon where the game is going to be held tomorrow night. What a cool atmosphere. And then back December of last year, Iowa beat Utah State in a game there, 94-75. to 75. And people that don't know, Loner goes up to, like, Wasatch Academy in, um, in Salt Lake City or somewhere up there in Utah. He was from Flower Mound area in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and then he finished up his high school career at Wasatch, Wasatch Academy. Up there in Utah, and that's kind of how he ended up deciding to go to BYU. But the Bears wanted him like crazy, Aaron. The Bears—it broke their heart, I'm told, when Caleb Loner decided to go to BYU. And so, how cool is it that he's actually transferred to the Bears and he ends up uh, on this uh, on this Baylor team? So, I am uh, I'm fascinated with all this stuff. Now, how can you watch this game? Well, it's going to be on. The Peacock, the Peacock Network. Now, is that going to cause me to finally splurge? Of course, I have get all the others, Netflix and Disney TV and and uh, Apple TV, Hulu, Hulu, I've been kind of experimenting with. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do the Hulu thing or not. Peacock, I've been tempted to. Because they show, like, the U.S. Open, when there's some big golf events and things like that, Peacock gets heavily involved. So I do have some interest already in Peacock. Now, Aaron, what I need you to tell me and what I need our listeners to tell me on the text line, what, like, what would I have? what would Peacock do for me? I would imagine they would have that whole NBC library of like Parks and Rec and The Office. Of mm-hmm. course, I can watch The Office reruns anytime I want on like TBS and stuff. So I don't really, I'm not going to make this decision on The Office. The one thing Peacock might have that interests me is like some of the old BBC, some of the uh, the British TV shows that I like. I would imagine they put some of that on Peacock. Aaron and our people can help us out if you are subscribers to Peacock. What would I like about the Peacock? Aaron, do you have the Peacock?
2: They offer a free version that I have that I don't ever watch um, because it doesn't have a lot of the stuff that you would want to watch, if that makes sense. But uh, Yellowstone's on there, which is extremely popular with a ton of people. I haven't watched it. I heard it's great. My whole family does. Um, They have Premier League Soccer. On Peacock, ah. Notre Dame football, some a couple of games every year. Yeah, um, trying to see what else besides the ones you mentioned, which are big. Oh, they uh, didn't, law, didn't all they, the Law and Orders.
1: Did did they get involved in that big uh, that Big Ten? You know, whatever the whole thing that Big Ten did with was that Fox and NBC. NBC did, but I don't think. Well. Or wait, did CBS get involved? Because CBS, of course, is out of the SEC business. Yes, it's
2: CBS and uh, Fox. That's right. So it's not Peacock.
1: (sighs) Interesting. I thought somehow Peacock. What's NBC going to have college football? Are they still going to have Notre Dame and that's it? Interesting.
2: As of right now, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. NBC obviously has Sunday Night Football, which is an enormous property for them as well. Now, um, Aaron, we need to do... We've got a guest coming up. I, I'll just real quick tell you, and you know, I'll announce the winner later. I love Schmaltz's. Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. We let, We give away two free sandwiches. Aaron, the all-time record between gonzaga and baylor okay what what is it what's the all-time record gonzaga and baylor okay and um and that that's an easy one i mean you can look it up quickly some of you will know off the top of your your heads uh hit us with it 254-662-1660 254-662-1660 give us the answer and then we'll give you the two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's, and uh, one of the great sandwich shops in Central Texas. But next, we do have our, I love Nelson Rue, by the way, the owner of Schmaltz's, great friend of mine, love hanging out with him, and uh, right now, somewhere, he's listening. Um, uh, uh, We have Dave Wilson, the uh, decorated writer for ESPN.com, and my old buddy from uh, the Dallas Morning News. Dave Wilson has written a really interesting piece On TCU, Um, and it involves the Baylor TCU game, all of that. Uh, Dave Wilson joins us next.
3: Baylor Women's
4: Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm here on ESPN Central
3: Texas. The Baylor Women back home and back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Houston Christian. 1.30 for the countdown to tip off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball. All season long here on ESPN
4: Central Texas.
5: I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. Now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And to Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lakeview Drive in Waco.
6: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash texas ortho.
7: The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student athletes have the equipment and tools needed to compete at the highest level. Ask how you can get involved with the Mark Panther Club. The Mart Panther Club wishes the best of luck to the eight-time state champion Mark Panther football team in their quest for another state title. Being stuck on the
4: side of the road is stressful, no matter what time it is. Tow King of Waco is available for your assistance 24-7 to reduce that stress and keep you safe. Their friendly and professional staff provides heavy and light towing, equipment transportation, unlock service, and roadside assistance. And they're fully certified and licensed, locally owned and operated, and here when you need them. Towking King of Waco. Call 254-666-5484. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Central
8: Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM and 100.9
4: FM. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on
0: your list. Call BP Services your needs. I D, 292-8908, your needs. Is our pride home I'm Ward
9: Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Rose Bowl has agreed to terms that will pave the way for college football playoff to expand the final two seasons of the current contract, 24 and 25. Baseball Hall of Famer and two-time Cy Young Award winner Gaylord Perry, a master of the spitball, has died this morning. He was 84. Baylor backup quarterback Kyron Drones has entered the transfer portal. Baylor running back Richard Reese was named Big 12 Offensive Freshman Player of the Year. Cowboys wide receiver James Washington has been activated from injured reserve and will now begin the 21-day practice window. Baylor volleyball begins NCAA tournament play tonight in the Farrell Center hosting Stephen F. Austin at 7 o'clock. Thursday night football has the Bills and the Patriots kick at 7.15 on Prime. Only one game in the NBA tonight has the Mavericks at the
8: Pistons. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: That is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, pleased to be joined by Dave Wilson uh, from ESPN.com joining us today. And uh, Dave, I don't know if you tried. I I don't know if you can hear us right now. The trivia question we just had, the all-time record between Baylor and Gonzaga. Uh, We all know what happened a couple of years ago. Do you want to take a stab at this? But I, mean, I have I, no idea, I, man. I'm going to give you two free sandwiches, even if you're wrong. So just just give <laughs> any guess will do. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you the Zags lead this thing four to one. I was going to say three to one, so I was close. Oh, you're going to be very close there. Um, the uh, your beloved your beloved Aggies, um, I got to say, a, a nice way to close out the season, Dave, with a with a <laughs> nice uh, win over LSU. Now, how many Aggies games did you get to see, or or should I say, have to see in person this year? I feel like you were down there at least a at least a couple times. Uh, in yeah, your, I was in your homeland. I was
10: there. I was there for that that huge Miami win, obviously. Uh, I was there for, uh, I was at Jerry World for Arkansas. And in a loss, so, you know, jointed off the upright. So it was a pretty,
1: pretty rough, pretty rough hang there to watch the Ags this year. But it ended well with a victory over LSU. And now we see what the will happen. Uh, we all sit back now. Isn't it weird to finish the season and. Usually we're talking about bowls or college football playoffs or whatever. And Now it's you have to kind of just watch the portal and right. see who who's leaving the portal. And again, that defensive tackle I think that headed out a And M. What's funny is all these guys. It, it it never is fun to have anybody leaving the portal. But with like schools like a And M, it's every one of them are like five oh five star, four star. Right. <laughs> we know that. I mean, it's just you're sort of used to it. Are you sensing that maybe fewer? aggies will end up leaving than what we may have thought even like two or three weeks ago and especially given some of that 2022 class the heralded class with some some of those those members from that class have been in trouble uh uh, and been suspended for much of the year do you think that perhaps the aggies are going to keep more of these players than than we anticipated yeah i don't
10: know i mean i kind of got the sense that there's a chance that they were going to You know, there was going to be some sort of, uh, you know, mass exodus, a lot of the concern. And then, um, you know, what I'm hearing now is mostly it's guys that just haven't played much and a lot of them were expected to go. So uh, I think I think maybe so far as fans, maybe there's uh, they're not, you know, a lot of the key guys that they were worried about so far look like they're going to stick around.
1: You know, I, I, I love this uh, uh, story that you did for ESPcom on TCU because you looked at several of the stories, some, kind of the breakout stories that have comprised this season of the Frog. Um, it, it, did you have any thought process going into this season? I mean, Baylor was predicted by the media, uh, tells you how much the media knows, to, to win the uh, conference. Um, and, uh and and the Bears obviously end up with a six win season didn't work didn't work out. Who was that? that was an interesting part of your story. I think you referenced Todd Graham, former college football <laughs> coach, in in telling Sonny Dykes when he went to kind of scout it for him. And sometimes they'll bring in outside coaches. And he said, "I think you. I think this team could win a conference title." I mean, that was really interesting to me. That. That, that somebody like Todd Graham, who has his own, you could do a whole story on Todd Graham's interesting history, former uh, Allen high school coach who's bounced around a lot of different places. What, when you heard that from Sonny and, and hearing that from Todd Graham, what was it, Dave, that at least grabbed his attention from some of those practices and being in those meetings that he kind of felt like, hey, Frogs may have something pretty special this year?
10: Um, well, you know, what's interesting is Sonny told me that in August, um, he said, you know, I had Todd Graham in here and he says, we're going to win the conference. And you talk about (laughs) when you said, when you said, uh, you know, it shows what the media knows. I, uh, I said, huh, interesting. So that was right around the time I was supposed to fill out my preseason, uh, power rankings and, uh, I moved, I bumped them up from eighth to seventh after that inside info (laughs) I received so um i think you know but what's interesting i uh, so i so I, at the end of the season when, when we started seeing this thing come down the line and i started saying you know i should look into sort of like all these different factors that have played how did like how did they do this basically and i thought about that and so i called todd graham to say like hey what did you see um yeah. and he just said he couldn't believe sort of the the synergy there that everyone had bought in everybody was happy he said you know you go through the lunch line everybody's happy you go to practice, there's a lot of a lot of really um, you know, low low key coaches that are that are very much teachers and it sort of seemed like it was a classic sort of change of voice kind of thing from Gary Patterson to to this staff in terms of like them responding to just sort of a new voice. And so he was just blown away. I mean obviously the TCU team that we see has a ton of speed and that's been their calling card. Um but he said, you know, what what he saw in terms of there is was no selfishness. Everybody was very happy, and and uh, and it was just sort of a everybody was on the same page from coaches to players to ev- all everybody.
1: Talking to Dave Wilson from ESPN.com, writing about this TCU season, getting ready for the Big 12 championship game coming up uh, Saturday uh, with an early uh, kickoff. You also write in, in these different uh, uh, different reasons, and we'll get to the hypno-toad and some of the strange things that have come this season, but I, I really do think Max Duggan has uh, become kind of an all-time folk hero for TCU. For his willingness to kind of hang in there, get through, I mean, he was battered, bruised-type guy over the years. They don't pick him to be the starter. And then not only does, when, when Chandler Morris gets hurt, not only to become the starter, but now he, you know, he. There's a chance he'll go to New York for the Heisman ceremony. And those numbers, I mean, I I, 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 you know what I thought of when I was reading those numbers you put out about his Heisman campaign kind of thing. They're not far off from like what RG3 had his Heisman year. I mean, I, I again, I did not. I, I should have then gone and looked at RG3's numbers, but from a touchdown to interception ratio. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I, I guess Caleb Williams is probably going to win this thing, the uh, the USC quarterback. But there's really – there's a lot of reasons why you could why, – why Duggan deserves and could be the Heisman winner.
10: Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, especially considering he barely played in the season opener. Um, I think it's uh, – you know, those, that touchdown to interception ratio you talked about is so wild, especially one of them was a Hail Mary. And I think he threw three all year. And so one of them was a Hail Mary at the end of the half that, you know, no one cared about. So it's um, and that's a guy that had had a, some puzzling throws over the past few years. So I think what Gary Riley did, particularly with him, is really noteworthy. And that's probably why he's a Broyles Award finalist. Um, And, and if you go along with that, what they did with Kendra Miller in the run game. But I mean, Duggan has been just. You know, some of these games, when it's a tight game or it's, like, against Texas, I mean, he's taking a pounding. They couldn't block Texas at all, and he's getting killed. Um, some of these other games, he's running the, ball the middle in moments. And the players said, you know, when when that guy bounces back up, we know we can all do it, too, because if the quarterback can do it, we can do it. And I think he's been sort of a, a model for the whole team, both in terms of unselfishness and in terms of toughness.
1: And I also like... The this unheralded transfer, uh, and I was talking to somebody yesterday about the transfer portal. Chris Hummer from twenty four seven Sports, and what TCU's done a good job of is sort of mining. You know, everybody kind of knows who maybe the best former four or five stars are out there. Zach Evans ended up at TCU and and then transferred out. We sort of know about all those people. The guy that's at USC now that, that uh, was was so heavily recruited and all that kind of stuff. But this is interesting. This Johnny Hodges story, who's at the Naval Academy, and, and why you love those kids and you root for them and you know how the, the character and all those stories, it's not like those guys are always highly coveted in the transfer portal. And for whatever reason, Johnny Hodges decided, hey, I think I want to go try to play somewhere else. And dave this, this nobody was looking at this guy and i and i i find it fascinating and you tell the story about like who kind of saw him in there or saw some film of him and he's ended up being arguably like the best player on defense. I mean, this is this is really, and you know, Gary Patterson had a, a great reputation for taking people at other positions in high school and turning them into either great linebackers or defensive ends. This guy was a really good player at the Naval Academy, who everybody just overlooked in the uh, in the transfer portal. What what is it about? I mean, like, why do you think Sonny? And maybe it happened when he was at SMU, but it just seems like. Dave, he's got a great feel for this portal, and not just taking a bunch of people, but taking people who can have immediate and really uh, long-lasting impacts.
10: Yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing we talked about at SMU when I first met him was, you know, he'd sort of rebuilt the team over there through the portal before. That was really a fashionable thing to do. And he said, look, you know, because everybody was saying, well, it's great that you're doing that, but you're going to, like— you know, you're, they're all going to be gone next year. And he said, yeah, "Are they crazy? I'm not taking a bunch of seniors. I'm, I'm, I'm stacking depth at, through different years at different positions. And you know, like the kid at um, that Tyler Levine kid for SMU that kid really came on this year and had like three hundred yard games. That was a kid from West Point that 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 had, a, that had a medical problem and he ended up getting checked out. And Sonny took him, and uh, you know he's just now emerging. But there's been a lot of those kind of guys." um and so i think with hodges hodges is really fascinating because he was a nuclear engineering major who went to navy on a lacrosse scholarship and just begged the football coaches to give him a shot and he played and i don't think he played as, and he started playing well and i don't think he felt like he was getting the appreciation there that he he should he said i just didn't like the way it worked out there and i don't know that true you know i haven't talked to him depth. That was was just in a press conference. I don't know what the story is there, but he goes in the portal with two games left and he gets zero calls or offers. And then he contacts 60 people and nobody responds. But, you know, Jeff Jordan, the former Garland high school coach and former Cowboy scout had remembered him from playing against Navy and thought, you know, this kid's a pretty good player. And, uh, and he and Joe Gillespie took a look at him and thought he would fit. And now he's the big 12 defensive newcomer of the year. It's a pretty remarkable story. (laughs) <laughs> and it's the same thing. On the D-line, they were really thin, and they lost O'Shawn Mathis to the portal to Nebraska. And so they went out and took – they got a kid from Georgia, but they have transfers from a Stephen F. Austin UConn who maybe play more than the kid for, than Georgia does. And so, you know, I think part of it is Sonny's just – you know, he's kind of a salt-of-the-earth guy, and he just doesn't care about pedigree. It's just not a thing for, to him, you know. If, he's just like, if you're a good player, you can play. I'll give you another example. There's a kid – that caught a touchdown against in that Baylor game, Gunner Henderson. He was a he he was he's a, he's from McAllen. Um he went to Incarnate Word out of high school and two years at Incarnate Word he caught five passes, transferred to A&M, sat out a year, didn't even try to walk on at A&M or or wasn't allowed to walk on at A&M, comes to TCU and he catches a touchdown in the fourth quarter against Baylor. I mean, it makes no sense.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're giving me flashbacks to that Baylor game, Dave. Uh, I, I he caught uh, one against
10: Oklahoma, too. If it makes you feel better, but
1: you know, <laughs> a, little,
10: a little small receiver that literally catches five passes in two yard in two game two years at Incarnate Word, and doesn't even play at A and M, and he's catching touchdowns in the Big Twelve. I mean, they just don't. They, Sonny said he's a baller. He just every day in practice, he's one of our better players. So I just he's like, I don't know what to tell you. He compared it. He compares. You know, he he goes back to Tech. You know, he said, we signed Wes Welker two weeks after signing day. You know, it doesn't matter. You can play, you can play.
1: Can you imagine how this makes, like, Patterson feel like Gary, you know, in Austin? He had some good moments this year and was given a lot of credit for some of the positive things that happened with the Longhorns. But imagine – bringing in uh, uh, really the nucleus for this team. You know, the, a, lot, a lot of the players, uh, obviously, he liked Duggan a whole lot over the years. But watching them from afar, this legendary coach, the, the season after you leave, they have uh, what, what appears to be bordering on one of the greatest years in school history that that's got to be the strangest feeling and I, and I I know Gary pretty well and and have enjoyed talking to Gary over the years but that's uh I I just can't I can't even think of a point of comparison where where a legendary you may have one on the tip of your tongue but uh, that's I I would think that's a very awkward and weird thing where Gary is maybe somewhat happy for them but it also is just a strange feeling to to watch this all happen
10: you know um Sonny is very very upfront about the fact, you know, when he got fired at Cal, Gary was the guy that gave him an analyst job at TCU in twenty seventeen and he that's where Sonny sat in the room and said, you know, I think you could you know, you see what the the facilities, the resources, all that stuff. This place could you could win here and they did win there. And he, he's always said nobody could have done what Gary Patterson did in Fort Worth, nobody could have done it, that it takes a special person to will an entire town and university to get behind football and support it and put the money back into it and build something. And they did it. Um, And so, yeah, I know it's awkward. Uh, You know, I know it's awkward for Sonny, the guy that he owes a lot to Gary for helping get back on his feet. And, uh, and then, you know, this team was loaded with speed, like we said, and um, you know, it's a pretty talented roster. And I think, I think there's just a lot to say about that. So, yeah, I'm, I imagine it's these transitions are never easy for anybody. I imagine Gary is proud of Max particularly and all these – a bunch of these players he brought in. Um, but I'm sure it's tough also. It's just – that's the way coaching he works.
1: All right, and he passes his father. I mean, that, that Spike Dykes, I mean, which was one of the legendary SWC coaches. I still love all his recruiting stories. And you remember all those, you know, where he would – like he would be going somewhere and run out of gas and apparently he would like coast for 10 miles you know into town and things like that uh it's a uh, they're very different i I think in some ways and then probably alike in a lot of ways but um it's a uh, it's a fascinating story what the horn frogs have done and um and dave i appreciate it we'll save the hypnotode for another day. Uh, that that whole thing and their social media. I finally uh, I'd been up distance enough, I guess, since that Baylor loss. <laughs> I finally watched that thing, right? The uh, that weird video that they did yeah. with the uh, with the with the Winnie the Pooh or whatever. And right, it is fascinating because it's like it's almost like one of those '80s MTV videos we used to watch, like The right. Cars or whoever would do or or Robert Plant. You know, some somebody. Uh, it 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 almost takes you back to something like that, and for whatever reason, it kind of works. But it is weird, is all. Get out, especially like that. The photo, even of Dave Aranda, they use. So it's one of those things, you know. I even as a uh, as a, uh, a a bear, I have to kind of tip my tip my cap to them because they <laughs> they not only are they winning. But they've sort of captured this kind of fun spirit and, and embraced this kind of some, some weirdness about it all. So anyway. I
10: think... I do think that that is made, you know, for an, especially if you're a if you're a school like a TCU or a Baylor and you're smaller and you have a smaller fan base and maybe the general public outside of Texas doesn't know who you are. I do think that that's one thing TCU has capitalized on this year is taking advantage of sort of the the fun aspect, almost like the Coastal Carolina, like we're this just fun loving team. Everybody, if you don't, if your team's out of it, you should come so sort of support us because we're the fun weird team. And so I think that I think that's pretty smart actually
1: i think it is i think it is dave let's do something other than talk about our rival uh, frogs uh, next time let's focus on maybe making fun of the university of texas or something that we're more comfortable <laughs> doing uh but uh fun to visit with you and uh and uh, i uh, who are you picking by the way you got the frogs winning saturday's game Boy, I, I really think it's going to be a good game. I think, you
10: know, K-State looked like they had every chance to win the first one until they you know, Adrian Martinez got hurt. And then when Will Howard went out, that's when things really got hairy for them and they lost a lot of momentum. But, um, you know, what TCU did to that Iowa State team, uh, which was, you know, obviously the wins and losses weren't there, but they were a tough out all year. Um, and that's just the best I've seen TCU look all year. And I think if they play like that, they're going to be really tough to beat. And so I'm picking TCU
1: all right well i just wanted to get a couple of old dallas morning news editors slash writers together and spend some time and uh, glad we got to do this dave i appreciate it and i will talk to you soon righty. talk to you later dave wilson uh we spent time back in the old uh, dallas morning news days together and dave now writes for espn.com and really does some fun stuff looking back he kind of likes to take a historical bent on a lot of things and uh, and all the great rivalries. And so fun to uh, to hang out with Dave a little bit there. Okay, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? That is next.
0: This is Dallas Cowboys football oh, 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep dare. down the right
3: side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40. All season. Pollard, 20, 10. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Indianapolis Colts. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys
11: radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Colts. Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Run, don't walk, to the baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com.
3: Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of
1: year, it's football season and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck led by our leading rusher, the F-150 for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better
11: at BK Ford.
9: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
8: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntechsportsfan.com.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, two fifty dollars domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
9: I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Rose Bowl has agreed to terms that will pave the way for college football playoff to expand the final two seasons of the current contract, 24 and 25. Baseball Hall of Famer and two-time Cy Young Award winner Gaylord Perry, a master of the spitball, has died this morning. He was 84. Baylor backup quarterback Kyron Drones has entered the transfer portal. Baylor running back Richard Reese was named Big 12 Offensive Freshman Player of the Year. Cowboys wide receiver James Washington has been activated from injured results and will now begin the 21-day practice window. Baylor Volleyball begins NCAA tournament play tonight in the Ferrell Center, hosting Stephen F. Austin at 7 o'clock. Thursday night football has the Bills and the Patriots kick at 7.15 on prime. Only one game in the NBA tonight has the Mavericks
8: at the Pistons. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Hey, a reminder, some high school football at uh, about 5 o'clock. We're going to check in with uh, Coach Greg Jacobs from Crawford and uh, about their uh, steady march. It's a big game coming up against Toler and uh, excited to do that. So, uh uh, be in position for that, please, at 5 o'clock. And then at 5.20, uh, Caleb Lohner, the, uh, the really good uh, front court, the transfer addition for the Bears, is going to join us. And he's a real interesting, uh, actually just a fascinating uh, young guy. And so we'll look forward to uh, visiting with Caleb Loner. All right, that'll happen at 5.20. Um, first, though, Campus Confidential. Aaron, what do you have for us today?
2: Well, in one of the biggest college football stories in years, the college football playoffs, long-awaited expansion, will finally happen in 2024. It will go to 12 teams, as Sports Illustrated reported. Monday, the Rose Bowl had been the final holdout, preventing the playoff from making the early change. If not, it would have had to wait till at least 2025, probably 2026. The Rose Bowl wanted to hold on to the, their TV window, even in years where they hosted part of the playoffs. The CFP committee said no and gave them a deadline of last night to either agree or face the possibility of not being a part of the expanded playoffs. They finally acquiesce. They will host two quarterfinal games in 2024 and 2025. And the college football playoffs is officially expanded to 12 teams.
1: All right. We've talked about it forever. It's finally come to fruition and at least we now know the, the huge fly in the ointment was always the Rose Bowl. Yes. It's kind of like, why are they meeting so much? Why in the world can't we get this done? And some of the people that were involved in all that were kind enough not to just constantly put it on the Rose Bowl. But uh, as I've explained time and time again, these bowl executives, they love all the, the perks that come along with us, the huge salaries for the people that run the bowl, now, not all of them. I know uh, in fact uh, once you get past the executive director, you know, some of these folks just make a, a decent living, okay? The top people make millions though at a place like the Rose Bowl or the Cotton Bowl, and and they got to kind of protect their territory. Now, they have boards and everything, and so a lot of times they're just doing their jobs. But the Rose Bowl over the years has become so prestigious the rest of college football has sort of changed around it, and the Rose Bowl is extremely slow to change. Okay? It just, it just wouldn't do it. But uh, at some point, you either change or you get kicked out of the rotation. You know who's going to raise their hand? Some of these other bowls, you think the cheese it Bowl or somebody else isn't ready, the guaranteed rate bowl where everybody's going to go, you think these other bowl games aren't raising their hand like, hey, the Rose Bowl doesn't want to go along with us, we'll jump in, we'll show up, we'll host. And uh, Rose Bowl finally had to get with the program. So uh, because of that, the 2024 season, Aaron, is that right? Uh, so we'll have one more season next year. Without the expanded playoff, with is the four-team, but the 2024 season, is that when we will have the full expansion and we'll go to 12 teams? Is that
2: correct? Yes, 2024. All right. So All right, one more year of this four-team nonsense, and then we'll have a real playoff where teams yeah. besides, maybe not this year, but usually two SEC teams and one Big Ten team, usually Ohio yeah. State, make it, and then – one other random team
1: I want, I want somebody asked Greg Sankey today the SEC Commissioner Greg how many SEC teams do you think can make the expanded 12 team playoff did you see what he said he I, said seven
2: I figured it would be six or seven
1: <laughs> yeah now he was joking but let's be honest in a 12 team playoff the SEC is thinking there might be a time they could get four or five teams mm-hmm. in and do I think that could happen? Yeah, because it's the SEC, and they control everything, <clears throat> and they bring in the most money, and they bring in the most TV. But the, the good news is there's an actual, you know, there, there's at least an actual template for who gets in and who's out, and um, all of this will be fascinating. In fact, Aaron, there was some kind of scenario where, the, the group of five team that would be represented, like the 12 seed, may have been like Tulane this year. If, I th- if you think about it, I mean, who's the best group of five team in the country uh, this year? I mean, you know, last year Cincinnati made the actual four-team playoff. This year there's not like a clear, great group of five team. But I think Tulane may be about as good as it gets when you really break it all down. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir?
2: Former Houston and Texas Longhorn head coach Tom Herman is the new head coach at Florida Atlantic. He replaces Willie Taggart, who was fired last month after going 5-7. and seven. Taggart went 15-18 and 18 in his three years at Florida Atlantic Region, the Montgomery Bowl, in his first season in 2020 before consecutive 5-7 and seven campaigns. So, after... Great success at Houston, then being fired at Texas. Tom Herman back as a head coach.
1: You know, his fiery, uh, non-personable way of doing things does work at some places. For whatever reason, it worked beautifully at Houston. We'll see at FAU. Uh, My gut tells me he does probably pretty well there. You know, Kiffin went to a school kind of like that. Was it FAU or Florida one of those Florida schools, and and, and kind of rehabbed his image, and perhaps this will be an opportunity for Herman to do it. He was completely outmatched, and, you know, following a guy like, and I know I guess Charlie followed Mac, but following that way of doing things was not good for Herman because Herman was just, you know, some ways he was just ridiculous. He didn't have the good sense to not like flip off a camera when the Longhorn Network cameras were in there in one of those rooms. I mean, he just—he's not—he's just not that uh, doesn't doesn't use a lot of common sense always. But probably a pretty good football coach. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and one of the area's great high school coaches, Greg Jacobs, joins us next. <laughs>
12: everyone with today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Coach McCarthy tells you why the defense is spending extra time preparing for the dynamic Colts running game right after this.
5: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA.
12: What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label?
5: It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go.
8: It's not complicated.
3: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
12: This Sunday in primetime, you'll see the Cowboys defense trying to stop arguably the best running back in the NFL, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts, who led the league in rushing last year and is an all-pro. In just 41 career games, he has over 4,500 yards from scrimmage. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy knows his defense will get a heavy dose of
14: Taylor. You know, his ability to, to run inside with the discipline and toughness, and then he also has the ability to finish runs. So, I mean, I, I think he's a dynamic runner. We're spending extra time on, on him in the run game, but uh, I would not be surprised if he carries it north of 20 against us.
12: Yesterday, receiver James Washington practiced for the first time since injuring his foot in July, and there's hope he could return to game action in the next few weeks. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC
5: Cadillac. Cars and trucks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at RichardCarr.com.
8: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your Home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas.
9: The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires, including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and a 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185 across from 711, 254-848-8473. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.
1: Howdy, Chuck Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild,
0: yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear
3: yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild.
6: Join the expedition at
12: baylor.edu alumni. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
8: I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt.
12: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
8: You have access to anything, but none of
3: it worked.
12: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports.
3: Let me tell you something,
12: they work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to...
3: Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store.
12: Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com.
8: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
9: Everyone knows that Black Friday is a holiday tradition. At Morrison's Gifts, we want to give the holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy Black Friday pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember, free gift wrapping and delivery is available. That's Morrison's Jason's gifts on the corner of Valley Mills and Waco
3: Drive next to Jason's Deli.
6: Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, We Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta.
8: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222 DC Waco, K265 DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business
1: Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. That is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Caleb Lohner, Baylor basketball player, set to join us uh, soon. But right now, Greg Jacobs from Crawford, uh, head football coach at Crawford, joining us. And Coach Jacobs, I've been excited. Boy, everybody, all my uh, Aaron Sexton talks to you each week. And uh, uh, I listen to Brian Fonville and Tom Nesbitt. So I wanted my turn to get to uh, to get to visit with you. Uh, But, uh, hey, it's an exciting time. And uh, and. You guys are used to going far in the playoffs, but it, this has to be that post-Thanksgiving when you're still playing football. That 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 has that's the dream for all high school players and high school coaches, and uh, that that has to to give you a lot of uh, great feelings this time of year.
14: Oh yeah, anytime you can play ball after Thanksgiving in December, that's a great experience. You know. The players, all the kids, are excited about it. Uh, you know, they they've worked hard during the course of the week. They know that there's only eight teams left in the state of Texas in two A Division one, and so you know they're looking forward to this opportunity and see what they can get done.
1: You know, it's interesting to face Toller here. You get this deep, you kind of start running into the same people, and and yeah. and you all handled them last season. Obviously, we know about their running back, Peyton Brown, who's put up enormous numbers this year. As you kind of have, have started to, to delve into it, really break down the film with your players and all, um, is there is it the same system? Is it just their players have uh, uh, have matured some? What has allowed them to be so successful this season? Obviously, they made it pretty far last season, but um what does this team look different to you than the the team you encountered last year
14: well i think they're very similar uh as far as the, the players that are back uh they're obviously more experienced uh they uh they are executing uh you know i think at a higher level this year than they were last year uh and then of course uh uh, Peyton Brown has, has gained some size as well since his freshman year. But, uh, you know, their, their their scheme is very, very good. They're well coached. Uh, they're very disciplined. Uh, they're just a sound, solid football team that plays at a high level. And uh, I think the unique thing about this year as opposed to last year is how many opportunities uh, you know, Peyton Brown has been able to Tate and being untouched through the line of scrimmage all the way to the end zone. Just really shocking as many opportunities he's had. And uh, a lot of that is credited to their offensive line play because they're really, really solid, really good. Uh, They're very strong, very physical. Uh, So very similar to last year, just a whole lot better at what they do.
1: Talking to Greg Jacobs, uh, coach at Crawford, head football coach at Crawford on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Um, boy, your team, watching some of those plays, forty-one-three uh, victory, and uh, you know it's it's. I, mean, I think you had a ninety-eight-yard drive mixed in there. You've got some high-flying, great players, but it just seems like one of the things I've heard you talking about recently. Was the complementary style of football, and if one side's dragging a little bit, the other side picks them up. I mean, you've had some great teams. You've coached on some staffs. Obviously, what Crawford thinking back to two thousand four. But does this team has it? It has it sort of formed its own identity in that regard. In in how much they seem to always be picking each, uh, you know, picking the other side up if there's any kind of issues.
14: Yeah, I think the, that's the thing that marks this team that's unique is is their, uh, their unity, uh, the way they play well together. Uh, you know, a majority of these kids play on both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, they just have a knack this year of really uh, complementing each other. Uh, if one side struggles a little bit, the other side seems to pick it up and vice versa. You know, they're going to do whatever it takes uh, to be successful, and they can – they do a good job of getting the pulse of the team and understanding the situation, I think, and realize, man, we've got to turn it up or, you know, we've got to execute better, whatever it might be, uh, you know, and, and they just do a very good job. They majority of these kids have been playing together now. This is their third year, and so they're used and accustomed to each other. They, they know what to expect from each other, and they don't want to let each other down. So that's the unique thing about this group is uh, just their team unity.
1: What has it been like uh, having your son on the staff? I mean, it's uh, you—you got to you know coach him all those years ago, and Crawford uh, obviously had such huge success. Thinking back to two thousand four, and and to watch him go to some other places, learn the you know kind of come up in the ranks. I would think that has such a. There, there's so much pride involved in that did, did when he started his coaching career, did you kind of always think okay at some point I want to have him with me and, and how did that how did that kind of play out because I'm sure you had to find that fine line between not pressuring him to do that but but also maybe hoping it would happen at some point
14: Well you know it was it, it was kind of an odd situation you know when he got into coaching uh, after he, he played ball there at Angelo State. He got involved in coaching up in Plano, and then uh, had an opportunity to go to Lake Travis and work with uh, with Hank Carter there for five years, and, and learned a lot of football there as well. And uh, so, when the opportunity came, he approached me. I never approached him. He 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 wanted to uh, you know to come back home, and that's what uh, his desire was. He wanted to be able to coach with me, and but I've never pressured him or encouraged him to do so. I wanted to do his own thing, and he felt like, uh, you know, this was an opportunity he he didn't want to pass up. Uh, and, you know, it, it made me feel proud that uh, he would even consider, you know, coaching with his dad, uh, you know, after I've raised him and, and uh, coached him <laughs> at the high school level. Uh, but the, the thing that uh, strikes me is once he uh, came on board, uh, very knowledgeable uh, on both sides of the ball. He's learned so much. Uh, uh, football uh, from these other locations that he's been at, other schools that he's been at, and he's been able to share it with the with the with the players, uh, and he gets along with them really great. And so I think I'm just kind of shocked to, to realize, man, this guy has really learned a lot of football, and and uh, you know that makes me proud that he's uh, wanted to be a part of our staff and a part of our community again, and uh, to work with these young men and young young women. So. Uh, it was quite a, a joyous time to to consider him to be a part of us, and I'm just glad that he's got the opportunity to join us.
1: What what's the um, what's the biggest difference be- between you guys? Um, and and you know because you and, and obviously you got to treat all your staff members equally and all that, and you can't be showing favoritism. And I'm sure that was like when you coached him; uh, it was the same kind of thing. But when you when you kind of are together on that daily basis and everything, what do you what do you think is the biggest difference that stands out in your approaches? Or are you guys almost carbon copies?
14: No, we're not carbon copies. He's, he's got a lot more energy than I do. I can't <laughs> see that. He, uh, Man, he's, he's wired 220. I mean, when it's time to go, he goes. And he is passionate about what he does. Uh, he's uh, very vocal about what he's encouraging these kids uh, you know, and just the plethora of knowledge that he's brought on board is really, uh, unique. And, you know, I've spent a number of years just, you know, spending time being a coach and, and learning the game over the years. And, and it's, he's a uh, lot years ahead of me, uh, with the 10 years that he's been coaching now, I think he's really picked up a lot of it, uh, on both sides of the ball. Um, very passionate about it, but, uh, no, we're, we're different in a lot of ways. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a unique situation when you raise a young man like that and, and then coach him and then bring him on board. Uh, I didn't want to show favoritism when he was playing, and I don't want to show favoritism now. I don't have to. He, he does a good job uh, of respecting um, authority here. Uh, he never approaches me in a different manner. It's always, uh, you know, Coach Jacobs around the kids, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's very he's very good and very loyal, and I'm very proud of
11: him. Well,
1: listen, we're proud of Crawford, and I'm jumping on the bandwagon along with everybody else. I, I got to say, Tom Nesbitt and Brian Fonville – they do a really nice job, as you know, and I love listening to y'all's interviews. And boy, they'll 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 uh, uh, put some stuff like from the call of the game in your like pregame show. It's a really it's a really professional broadcast, and uh, just do not let them lure you into, you know, uh, criticizing the officials. Every once in a while, you got to watch Fonville. He'll try to. He'll try to set you up, so please don't bite on that. You're you're too yeah. much of a grizzled veteran to, to do that, though, I know.
14: I know when I'm cornered, so uh, I, I kind of <laughs> those, But they do an excellent job. I'm very pleased with the, the effort and the time that they put in. And well, the, uh, the people around this community really support uh, what they do, and uh, they're really happy with the job that they're doing. So we're, we're glad to have them as a part of it.
1: All right. Well, uh, best of luck against uh, uh, against Toler. That's going to be funny. I, some of these names of your players, Breck. I feel like we've been talking about him for years. You know, it's well, like, is this guy ever going to graduate? I guess at some point he will, but uh, uh, in my mind, he's almost taken on. He's become almost like a mythical figure or something. You know? <laughs>
14: well, he was a he's a four year starter at the varsity level. He started. And, uh, boy, he's just, uh, you know, I've known his family for a long time. Uh, they're very supportive. He's, he's, just, uh, he's just a great athlete. Uh, he's a great person. Always got a smile on his face and very competitive. And he just, he plays with a lot of confidence. He believes in himself, and he's been that way ever since he was in junior high. And so just to, to be able to uh, experience that senior season with him and see uh, how remarkable his, his career has been has really been enjoyable.
1: All right, well let's keep it going and, uh, and let's bring another state title to Crawford, uh, Coach. Very, uh, really enjoyed it. Best of luck. Uh, Seven o'clock, of course, uh, uh, on uh, against uh, Toler. We'll all be listening, watching the whole bit. Thank you for doing this.
14: All right, well thank you for having me. Thanks.
1: You bet. There he goes, Coach Jacobs for Crawford, as the Pirates get ready to go. And that is a uh, of all the matchups. Woo-hoo. Toler's good, thirteen and zero. Uh, this, is, this will not be a walkover, but uh, I got to think Crawford's going to make this thing a really, this is going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, you'll hear it on our family of networks as uh, Brian Fonville and Tom Nesbitt on the call. It is ESPN Central Texas. We talk to Baylor's new player, Caleb Lohner, next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat.
2: Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
3: Everybody's number a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, there's NCAA volleyball in the Farrell Center today and tonight. We'll get a rundown on the field in the Waco Sub Regional coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
4: The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks like the new 2022 Ram Trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram Trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather-trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels & Waco, the place to shop Ram Trucks.
3: Light the tower green, the Baylor Bear.
6: Now doing his
2: part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the Bears.
3: And welcome back, Baylor Volleyball, the number 15 national seed, hosting first and second round action in the Farrell Center beginning today. This afternoon at 4.30, Colorado meets Rice in a first-round matchup, followed by Baylor and Stephen F. Austin tonight at 7. The winners meet in the second round tomorrow evening at 7. Here's Baylor assistant coach Joshua Walker on the
13: field in Waco. Yeah, well, Stephen F. Austin, um, to start, they've had a lot of success this past year. They haven't played a team, um, a Power 5 team. They haven't played a team um, with the same size that we have but their setters are really good. I think their setters are the reason why they had such a great season. They didn't win the regular season. They won their conference tournament, which is why they um, they're here, but they're still the two-seed in, in the regular season in the WAC. So a lot of good experience, got some size, got a six four, six five 6'5", uh, right side attacker. Yeah, so like I said, uh, I think their setters are the reason for their success, and anytime that's the case, it's always going to be tough. With Colorado, uh, just started kind of watching them a little bit now, kind of went through their season. Uh, I would say it was is, they've done some different things with some of their rotations uh, that has kind of helped them be more efficient than probably they they have been they could have been with the, with the kind of players that they have as uh, the more I'm watching is to, my, to me it kind of reminds me of like the caliber of a Pepperdine team a team that we lost to early in the year just as far as like the skill positions that it have and where they lean in the most. Um, that's that's why they're in the tournament they're a good team for sure. and then rice obviously we played and it's a veteran group the setter's good. Uh, they've found ways to win tight games. They found ways to win easily. Uh, so for them, it's it's more of just like, okay, Ken, how long can they keep doing the same things that they've been doing? We are obviously were able to sweep them there, um, but that was one of the best games we played all year. So we want to try to keep replicating that, those kind of games against everybody we play, but Rice for sure. I think that Rice-Colorado matchup is, is going to be a good one for sure, because both teams have uh, found success. And uh, I think Rice is somewhat of a team that Teams want to underestimate, but you can't. You can't do that against them. They will absolutely find ways to keep themselves in the game.
3: That's Baylor assistant volleyball coach Joshua Walker, the guest on this week's Sikkim podcast, talking about the four teams competing in the NCAA subregional in Waco this week. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John
8: Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
12: This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait,
6: is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more in video. Calling,
12: sharing every so happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for
1: details.
4: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up Rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254 292
0: 8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our priority. 292 8908. Your need is our home
8: Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
6: A
12: story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
8: I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt.
12: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
8: You have access to anything, but none of it worked.
12: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet arch supports.
8: Let me tell you something.
12: They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to...
8: Anybody.
3: If you move, go to the Goodfeet store.
12: Sign up for your free fitting at Goodfeet.com.
9: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
11: A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central.
1: Uh, It is uh, Matt Mosley's show and uh, Caleb Loner, Baylor's uh, forward. They were doing some media this afternoon, so they've got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, There is some uh, breaking news out there. Different uh, sources have this. I think you saw this on on, uh, Sikkim earlier today, Uh, just in this past uh, uh, little while here, that Baylor is making some changes in football on the football staff, and um, it appears that uh, Ron Roberts, longtime uh, well associate of uh, of Dave Aranda, who hired him years ago to be on his Delta State staff, is out as uh, as defensive coordinator uh, for the Bears. Also, uh, safeties coach Ronnie Wheat. And, uh, you know, if you watch it this year, Christian Morgan was supposed to have a a great season. We've talked about it for the Bears, and he had his moments. But, man, a lot of missed tackles, a lot of one-on-one type opportunities that they didn't cash in on. They had some moments this year where they did get a ton of takeaways in a short order. In about a two- or three-week span, they had eight – uh, interceptions, but it kind of happened all in those couple of games. And it, you can't really say that the takeaways happened throughout the season. And so this did not end up being a great, uh, turnover margin type team that they've had in the past. Still, uh, really, really tough. I would think for Dave Aranda to have to make a decision like this after his first season, he, uh, made, um, Changes on the offensive side, and fired the uh, O-line coach and the offensive coordinator, and now he has uh, uh, fired the defensive coordinator and the safeties coach. Um, this is a diff- This is a team and a unit that uh, led the Bears uh, in 2021. Uh, they were turnover margin, defensive touchdowns, high up with the Big 12. They obviously lost J.T. Woods, Jalen Petrie. Uh, uh, Terrell Bernard. These were great leaders, great players for the Bears. And um, I, I, this is uh, really, um, I, you know, I, I I knew there would be changes. Th- this one seemed like a really tough thing. Now, did is this one of those things where after a long talk and maybe Roberts had already been exploring the idea of, of retirement? Possibly. But, uh, you know, not a lot of coaches these days are no matter if they're in their fifties, early sixties, whatever, are looking to leave the game. This is what they've done all their careers. This is a uh, this was quite an opportunity uh, for Ron Roberts. We've had him on. We like Ron. Think think a lot of him. Uh, had been coaching for thirty three years and was the two time Gulf South Coach of the Year at Delta State in two thousand seven and two thousand eight. And, of course, that is uh, uh, where he and uh, Dave Aranda crossed paths and uh, were, you know, in a lot of ways uh, connected at the hip. And that when Dave Aranda got his first head coaching opportunity, he immediately thought of Ron Roberts and brought him in to be on the staff. So, um, the uh, and, and Ronnie Wheat, just so you know, the safeties coach, had been with Aranda at LSU as a defensive analyst and so uh lots lots going on there and uh uh, we will uh continue to monitor that story i have reached out and part of this is um the they're doing aaron i think you know this as well and i'll just let our people know the um baylor was doing some media today and it kept getting pushed back like a zoom session from sioux falls south dakota uh, so they had to make the trip there yesterday. Everything kept getting pushed back. It was supposed to be earlier this afternoon. Then it got pushed back. Then it got pushed back again. So this may have something to do with, uh, with some of the... Uh Uh, the media session and the Zoom session that has continued to get passed back. We'll get, uh, oh, good, we've got him. All right. I was kind of vamping while we waited for our man. But it allowed us to, uh, Caleb Lohner, now joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Caleb, how are you doing?
15: I'm doing well. Doing well.
1: How is, uh, how's the the weather there in Sioux Falls, (laughs) South Dakota? I'm sure it's balmy. Uh, you're a man that spent some time in uh, Utah and obviously was it BYU. You're no stranger to some chilly weather, but when you get in the Dakotas, it can even get a little chillier. What uh, what are we doing? Do you have just kind of a, a normal jacket on or are you having to layer up when you go outside?
15: Oh, I'm, I'm layered up. I got my hoodie on. <laughs> I got my big Taylor puffer jacket on. It, it's brisk. Like, you walk outside, and it's, it's pins and needles. Like, the wind hits your face. It's cold.
1: <laughs> and don't let it do like what it did to Coughlin all those years ago in that NFC title game. Don't stay out there in it and let it, you know, make your cheeks, because then we'll see Friday night, you're, you're, you'll are you be all red-faced and that kind of thing. So don't let it – don't be out there for too long. Uh, no, now um... I <laughs> – <laughs> you're you're taking good care of yourself. Well, you probably now over the years, Caleb, having spent time in Salt Lake City and that whole area in Utah and and uh and you grew up in more of the Texas area, but you have spent time, are you more of a snowboard guy or uh or a a skier? You strike me as more of a snowboard guy.
15: I am a snowboard guy. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Now with your height is that um first of all people needed to stay out of your way when you were coming down the slopes. Now what was your uh when you were finishing up high school and you went to uh uh Wasatch which uh, I believe you got to play for your uncle there, but when you were skiing up in that part of the uh the world uh what was the uh, what was your favorite uh mountain there? Where would you go most often?
15: Oh, it it just depends. There's one ski resort called Brighton. Yeah. Um, it's up in you know, kind of the Salt Lake area that it's one, I think, a a top snowboarders mountain in the country or whatever, but honestly, wherever I could just get out and get on a board and, you know, be as safe as possible and have a good time. I just loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh. I'm sure if I know you, you weren't always uh, being completely safe. You probably discovered some jumps and that kind of thing uh, and, and were enjoying yourself. Would, you, would, the, uh, would your coaches over the years, knowing how good of a basketball player, would they caution you or like threaten you? <laughs> hey, Caleb, be careful. I'm, I'm sure they were a, a little bit worried when you would go hit the, uh, hit the slopes.
15: Yeah, they they were probably worried, but they also didn't know. So it was kind of a (laughs) (laughs) win-win. And yeah, for me, the older I've gotten, you know, the more I've uh, really understood, like, hey, I really care about this, you know, basketball commitment. And I do have to be careful, but at the same time, there is that piece of just who I am that I can't push to the side. So finding that happy medium has been important for me.
1: Well, you're a guy, very talented guy that tries a lot of different things. Even Coach Jakus was tipping me off recently that uh, you love picking up new things, and you're sort of a natural at these things. Talking to Caleb Lohner from the Baylor Bears. what uh, Caleb, uh, Baylor Bears men's basketball, that is. what uh, What's your latest pursuit? Is there anything, like, music-wise, I'm sure you uh, – you pick up the guitar from time to time. What's your, what are you into the most right now outside of basketball?
13: Man,
15: right now I don't know if there's a huge one that I'm into. I mean, I'm, you know, always into music. I'm always into um, all of that extracurricular stuff. But I'm honestly saying, right now, my my biggest interest and my biggest commitment right now is to this basketball team. So that's. I mean, with the season going and all the travel we've done, that's taken all of my time. And I just am having such a good time doing it that it's just kept me in. And it's nice to go to battle with these guys, get better every day, and keep working.
1: Who's who's on your playlist when you're preparing for one of those games, though? I'm sure you've had some beats or uh, that, that you like to wear, and especially uh, uh, given your musical background, what do you like to kind of chill before a game with some some lighter? Do you go do you go like old school uh, classic rock, or do you find yourself more of like hip hop? What do you which way do you lean on that?
15: I would say it rotates between classic rock and hip hop. One game it'll be a Tupac, uh, Biggie Smalls. The next game it's Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin. It's it's a mix of everything. Just kind of depends on how I'm feeling. All
1: right. Well, we lost the the keyboardist and, and the great singer from Fleetwood Mac, so that was really uh, sad here in the last uh, forty eight hours. But uh, you'll have to discover some of. Uh, uh, I'm sure you've listened to some Fleetwood Mac. That was uh, they were incredible in the uh, in the seventies and eighties. Well, let's talk some hoops. What is uh, first of all? Have you been now? You've landed in in uh, South Dakota. Uh, what is the Pentagon? Like you went from an NBA arena against Marquette, we won't spend too much time on that game, uh, but now you've entered the uh, a smaller arena, an arena that's quickly you know it's kind of become famous for hosting a lot of uh, games and everything. And this will be an incredible matchup with Gonzaga tomorrow night. What is this place like? Does this almost remind you of of some of the the, the high school gyms that you played in along the way?
15: Definitely. And it is, I mean, it's funny you mentioned, we do, we went from NBA arena to this arena. and This arena is, I mean, I think the max capacity is somewhere around 3,500 people where we just played in front of 17,000. And I think it's going to be rocking. The energy of the gym is great. Um, The atmosphere there is, you can feel there's history in there. And the beautiful part about that gym is our bench is going to be, kind of our biggest fans right there and so just you know talking all game and kind of feeding off this you know close atmosphere of basketball it's going to be a fun one
1: all right so uh was it painful having to um obviously you got to the great thing about it is you get to bounce back against an incredible team so you have a, a quick redemption opportunity but um How does Scott and the the coaching staff handle something like that? We're not used to seeing a a Baylor team run into a buzzsaw like that. So was it a quick session and then flush it, or was it a painfully long type film session?
15: Um, I wouldn't say either. I just think, you know, as a collective staff and team, we just came together. We figured out what we can take from that game and learn from, the areas that we can get better, and then, Things that we, you know, needed to flush, we flushed. But I think we've had a great last few days of practice. We've, you know, learned a lot about kind of what we can do better. We've taken a lot of film. And overall, just, I think, coming together more and more as a team. And I think that's the beautiful part about college basketball. You go have a night like you had the other night. A few days later, you have an opportunity to test each other again. And so I think we're really excited to get back on the court together and um, go to battle again.
1: You personally, is there anything different, you know, after that game? They're asking you. I mean, you're a guy who hard-nosed, likes to battle, likes to rebound. But obviously, you can score as well. And so, I mean, this is right now, you know, you've got some great guards on this team. From game to game, do they they ever say to you, Caleb, hey, be looking for your shot a little more, look for some more offense? What's your mentality been like? Early this season I mean you're great on the alley oops by the way uh whether it be um you know it, it seems like Keontae and you have a great connection on the on the alley oops what uh what's kind of been the message to you early this season
15: um just to keep you know messing with this team and filling in my role and I think one of my roles is to be a leader whether that be to score rebound be tough on defense communicate with the team and Um, of kind of you know need I feel like need to step into more and more of that but uh, just really getting this team together all on the same page and like you said we do have some phenomenal talent in our guards and um, I would say scoring isn't my priority at the end of the day it's just finding a way to win whether that means I score two points or I score 20 points Um, but yeah just continuing to um, stay at it with this team and I think the more and more opportunities and experiences we get are just gonna build us closer to go closer and closer together and make us better.
7: Caleb
1: Lohner joining us on the Matt Mosley show, ESP in Central Texas. Caleb, what's been the uh what's been the biggest adjustment for you going from BYU? Now it's gonna be funny to see BYU uh in the Big Twelve now. It'll be interesting because you'll see some of your old teammates and all that kind of thing. But from a from a playing style and the and the way Baylor coaches and wants to approach things, what's been the biggest adjustment for you? Because some of the things you're being asked to do, you've done um, mm-hmm. in, in the past. I mean, you know, you want to be a hard nosed defender, you want to rebound, but what do you? What's kind of uh, uh, the biggest adjustment you've had to make to your own game?
15: Um, I would just, I would say the game right now with this team is just a lot faster and there's more freedom, I would say on both ends of the floor. And so just continuing to help myself understand different situations on both ends of the floor and being in the right spots and communicating with the team, I would say are some of the big ones. Um, But overall just continuing to develop every part of my game. I mean, I'm someone who just wants to grow. I want to grow into ways that I can help this team win and those are, I think, the biggest differences, and those are my priorities right now.
1: You know, I've heard people say that, hey, we need Caleb to kind of be like our Mark Vital. And, of course, they'll use great players from the past uh, to point to. Hey, do you ever remember watching – vital when he was on that national title team or have they ever like said hey watch a little film of of mark uh did it, has that come up or do you do you kind of remember watching his game because you're you have more offensive skill than he did but i think they i think the thing people loved about him was just his competitiveness and toughness and i know he he had a huge imprint on the program
15: yeah and i think just the way he affected the game and the way he would You know, brought a sense of toughness and kind of winning mentality of this team is something I can definitely take from and just continue to learn from others who have you know, been in my path and been great at it. And again, just continually building with this team and stepping into a bigger and bigger role. And overall, at the end of the day, all we want to do is win. So whatever I can do to help win, I'm going to do.
1: Who who was the one after that game the other night? Like, you don't want to overreact to one game, and it's not even a conference game. But also, you know, you don't want to get blown out on the road. It just It's not something we expect from, from Baylor. Uh, who was the biggest voice from a player standpoint? You talked about your own leadership. But was there anybody that really delivered a strong message after that game? Or is it almost like when something like that happens – Nobody needs to really say anything. You all know what needs to be done. what was the what was sort of the reaction in the in the room?
15: I mean, the reaction in the room is definitely not the way any of us want to feel, right? Nobody wants to get beat by that much and especially on somebody else's home court. And I would say the biggest voices were kind of all of us. You know, when that game ended, we were able to get back to the hotel late, sit down together as a team. Um, just players and, you know, talking each other about what we th- thought was going on. We were able to watch film together just as team players. And I just think all these guys on the team want to win. And so when you get a group of guys that just all want to win and all want to learn and have a very, very coachable mindset, um, good things happen. So no one likes to lose like that, but I am, you know, proud and happy with how we we responded so far. And at the end of the day, that's going to show tomorrow. So we're just excited to get on the floor and play a really talented Gonzaga team.
1: Did you ever cross paths with Drew Timmy since both y'all were in the Metroplex? Now, people think Drew's like 30 years old now because he's been in college basketball <laughs> for quite a few years but y'all you know obviously y'all both played in the AAU circuit and all that kind of thing um and I know you and Keontae knew each other uh before you even became teammates did you and Drew ever cross paths
15: um we 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 kind of crossed paths he was always a little bit older than me he played on the AAU team that was a year older than me um we never really crossed paths in the sense of you know played together um or knew each other but we knew of each other and um, I've I've been able to battle against him at Gonzaga the last few years at BYU, and so I mean it's always fun to play a competitive basketball team. And Drew's one of the best players in the country, and so we're gonna have to, you know, defensively be really sound, and um, again, just go to battle.
1: Yeah, you just thought you were leaving Gonzaga behind, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe did I you, did. <laughs> did. Could you um? Are, would you be capable of growing a Fu Manchu like Drew? Could you do? Could you pull off something like that? Uh, I don't know. I think that's his thing.
15: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be uh, that'll be that's that's going to be fascinating to watch that uh, tomorrow night. I was trying to look. It looked like BYU played in the Pentagon in 2021. Was that so? Have you played in this arena before? I
15: have. Yes, sir
1: yeah and and who's y'all were y'all like twenty fourth in the country you ran into somebody I saw, but what do you what do you remember most about it? just people uh like you said being down on top of you and the fans and everything what was the experience like? Yeah, just a
15: really good environment um I don't like to think too much about the game because I mean the outcome wasn't exactly what we wanted last year, but I think it's a great gym I think it's a great atmosphere, and I think it's a great platform for uh, two really good teams to go at it. So it's going to be good basketball, and I'm really excited.
1: Do you have access to a guitar on this trip or not?
15: I do not, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you ever called upon in any of these uh, chapel sessions, by the way? Do you have any praise uh, music? or I mean, it sounds like you're more of like uh, the classic rock. Can you, If they had called upon you to play some uh, praise music, could you come up with something?
15: I could try if they gave me a little bit of guidance <laughs> on chords and notes I should play. I could put it together, but I wouldn't say that's ever been my area of
1: expertise. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, that's a real Baylor kind of question, isn't it? Do you know? Do you yeah. know some praise and worship music? Uh, that's well, I, right. I went from a I went from a Mormon
15: <laughs> Latter Day Saint school to a Baptist Christian school, so I'm used to that.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just wondering if like BYU had Chris Tomlin and some of these some of the, you know, the same kind of music and all. You had the Mormon Tabernacle Choir there, which was pretty amazing. All right, well, listen Caleb, this was uh, fun to have you. Cannot wait to watch you guys tomorrow and and look forward to meeting you in person soon. Right on. Yes, thank you for having me on. There he goes, Caleb Lohner, Right on. Uh as the uh the Bears and the Zags get it on tomorrow night at the pentagon in sioux falls south dakota all right the uh, dismount is
8: next matt mosley weekdays at 4 p.m on espn central texas
12: How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
8: I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking.
12: Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt.
8: It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your
12: back. And the pain was just the beginning.
8: When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined.
12: Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner.
8: My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feed
12: store where he was personally fitted for Arch Supports.
8: I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
12: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors.
8: I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store.
12: See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting, or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
9: Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
6: penningham realtor with cole banker apex to find my website facebook and more
8: flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntechsportsfan.com.
6: everything we do we do for you empower your financial future with first central credit union make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to first central have a winning season with first central savings blitz play quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
9: Membership and loan policy requirements apply, member NCUA.
14: Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, general manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
0: The Backyard Bar Stage and Grill at 511 South 8th in Waco was proud to support the Mart Panthers on their playoff run in 2022. The Backyard has a great selection of food specials, including buy one appetizers, get one half off on Mondays. Tuesdays, it's $5 nachos or small shed. Wednesdays, get half off barbecue sandwiches. And Thursdays, all you can eat ribs for just $30. On Fridays, until 6 p.m., all you can eat fish for only $15. The Backyard is your home for great entertainment. Check out backyardwaco.com. That's the Backyard Bar Stage and Grill, 511. South 8th and Waco open seven days a week 11 a.m. to 2 a.m.
8: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward
9: Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Roseville has agreed to terms that will pave the way for college football playoff to expand the final two seasons of the current contract, 24 and 25. Baseball Hall of Famer and two-time Cy Young Award winner Gaylord Perry, a master of the spitball, has died this morning. He was 84. Baylor backup quarterback Chiron Drones has entered the transfer portal. Baylor running back Richard Reese was named Big 12 Offensive Freshman Player of the Year. Cowboys wide receiver James Washington has been activated from injured reserve and will now begin the 21-day practice window. Baylor volleyball begins NCAA tournament play tonight in the Farrell Center, hosting Stephen F. Austin at 7 o'clock. Thursday night football has the Bills and the Patriots kick at 7:15 on prime. Only one game in the NBA tonight has the Mavericks at the
8: Pistons tip is at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show having to say goodnight to you. And uh, uh, I think this was uh, uh, Baylor's big news today. That uh, defensive coordinator Ron Roberts, who's known Dave Veranda forever and uh, very, very close friendship and uh, great uh, relationship over the years, uh, they have made a change there. Ron Roberts out at uh, defense coordinator. I would look at somebody that was just at Wisconsin as a possible uh, as a possible replacement. We will see. Also, safeties coach Ronnie uh, Wheat uh, are out. And uh, uh, this is uh, source confirmed to uh, The Athletic, uh, confirmed the news from Colt earlier today. So uh, pretty uh, interesting stuff going on. Baylor, again, defensive coordinator Ron Roberts and Ronnie Wheat, the safeties coach, he was also a special teams coach, are both out. We'll have a lot more on that tomorrow on Friday's big show starting at 4 p.m. Good night, everybody.
8: It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris.
3: Hi, everybody. It's number check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, the Big 12 names its Players of the Year. We'll hear about the.